Hey, welcome back to the Intuitive Mindset Podcast with Jeannie Lynch. This is Season 2, Episode 9. And today we're diving deep into the spiritual modality of breath work. Now, I know you've heard of breath work before when we talk about meditation and yoga practices and just breathe, right? Well, today we're going to be diving into breath work as a standalone spiritual practice. I have a breath coach coming in. She's a breath of fresh air, and she's going to share the techniques, the language, the knowledge, all around the modality of breath work. So stay listening. That fun, interactive podcast, it's coming up next. Hey, welcome back to my channel. And today we're diving into another video on the playlist, Spiritual Modalities for a Spiritual Life. And today we're going to look into the modality of using our breath to heal. So today you're going to meet a beautiful woman. Her name is Jewel Sula Dabala, and she has a whole practice based and on this principle of helping you explore how breath can help you heal. So it is one of the elements we're diving in deeper to this. So stay listening, stay watching. That beautiful interview is coming up next. Jewel, yay! So happy you're here today, and I'm so excited for, I feel like I have made a friend in you because we've been doing some clubhouse mornings together, so we're going to talk about that when we get started. And today, we're doing and continuing the beautiful work of spiritual modalities for a spiritual life, where, where I'm interviewing people like you from around the globe who have these different modalities, and maybe we've heard of them before, but we dive a little bit deeper today to understand this modality so that we can help people heal. So as you know, from talking to you, and I can't wait to share my audience with you, whether people are watching this on our YouTube channels or following it on our podcast channels, we appreciate the audience. And so Jewel, to, to get my audience, you know, warmed up to you, tell us a little bit about you, tell us how you got started. We'll talk about, you know, how we met during the interview and what you have as a modality, and we would love to get to know you better. So welcome. Thank you, Ginny. Thank you for having me. Um, sure. So a little bit about me. I came from Brazil um, when I was 15 to America. And when I was 19, I went to massage school and I knew that I wanted to be in a holistic world, in the alternative, alternative medicine yeah. aspect of life. And I wanted to work with people that wanted to heal themselves. And so I became a massage therapist. And then from there, I became a yoga teacher. And then I found breath work. And then my journey just kept on going from um, adding more, more, more tools into my toolbox and sharing with the world. Everything I learned, I immediately would share to people um, because I, I received so much value from it. So that's how my my story story started from a massage therapist to yoga teacher to then finding breath work that changed my life. Okay. And, then, and then I became more aware and attuned to energy as a result of that, which made me an energy worker and a theta healer. And that's what I do. So I love this. I love that opening too. We were talking yesterday on another clubhouse with, um, 
of room event and someone was really at the beginning and going, where do I start? Like she knew she was an empath and didn't know and people were trying to help her and guide her. And I love what you're saying too, about kind of how it unfolded, you know? So here you are taking yoga, understanding the chakra system and, you know, in the path and, and then that opens the door to breath work. And I'm sure that opened the door to theta healing. And we're going to hear all about that today. And as you know, First off, I love any energy work, so I'm fascinated to bring more of this work to my channel. So today, I was really focused and interested in the breathwork piece. So before you go into that, I want to tell you, um, breathwork, chakra, right? My throat chakra. I've been doing a lot more breathwork in the last couple of years with my own health diagnosis, and it truly does seem to be the key to everything. So I'm, I'm excited to learn more about the how that can help you heal. So take us to your, you know, when you were in yoga, and then you got into the breath work, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Can you take me there? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I am a Virgo, and I'm, I've, I was very much in my head. And it was very difficult for me to stay present in my body. So yoga gave me that modality to find my body and stay in my body and start to move my body in a conscious way and have the acceptance and the love, you know, to that, to, to the, the vehicle. Yeah. And so that was the starting point of working with the dancer energies, which is the physical body. And then once I started to learn how to love myself and to be in my body, I started to wonder what else is there for me to learn? What else is there for me to understand my mind? And that's what got me into breath work. I wanted to understand my mind. So help us. We want to start with you. So we'll kind of go back to when you, this started for you. What was the first steps to learning and understanding breath work? Is there a whole modality on its own or is it just as simple as it sounds or is it more complicated than that? So take us through your journey into the breath work. Okay. Well, so first of all, breath work right now is going pretty mainstream and there are several modalities, oh. several different ways of doing conscious breathing. So breath okay. work is conscious breathing, consciously taking your inhales and exhales. So in yoga practice, there is something called pranayama, right? Which is a practice of breathing. One of the bodies. Yeah. Body. So pranayama is controlling the breath, controlling the prana, learning how to manipulate, hold, you know, and slow, inhale. So it's like the, all of these different systems to engage the mind with breathing to calm the mind and prepare you for meditation. And then there's other side of breath work, which is the holotropic breath, the transformational breathing, which is more of in and out of, and not trying to control much. So I went to learn about that kind of breath work. Okay. Is to get out of your mind, not try to control it, and to use the breath as a vehicle for healing, not necessarily to calm the mind and, and meditate. Got it. Totally different. I can see the difference. Yes. Yeah. So, so the breath work that I was attracted to is um, circular connected breathing. So it's circular connected breathing. And it was also called rebirthing breath. Okay. 
can you show us it? Is it? Can you give us an example of what that breath looks or feels like? Can we actually do it here in this video? Sure. So circular connected breathing, you're inhaling through the nose, excuse me, through the mouth. You could okay. be either one, but I usually teach more through the mouth. Okay. So you inhale through the mouth and exhale through the mouth. So you pull in on the inhalation and then relax on the exhale. So like this. So as you can see, it's very gentle and it varies the volume or the speed. So it could be long and full or short or fast or slow. Okay. So it varies during a session. It varies depending on what's coming up for the client. Got it. Um, so here, let me ask this, since you're talking about conscious and unconscious and just breathing, and so I can learn and teach as we're doing this. I'm thinking about the, you know, when they say breathe in everything you were wanting and breathe out everything you don't want. That's more deliberate, right? So that's not just breathing. That That's with an intention. So that kind of negates what you're saying. Is that what you mean by conscious and unconscious? No. What I mean conscious and unconscious breath is breathing happens without you having to think about it. Got it. So that's. Right now we are breathing as we are talking. So the breathing is happening unconsciously. We are not consciously taking deep breaths as we are talking and sharing. Yeah. I but love if, this. But if I pause and breathe, that's a conscious breath. Got it. That makes sense to me. And it's funny. Um, I've been trying this exercise since you and I have been knowing each other and doing your morning things which we're going to talk about. I can't wait to tell more people about your morning manifestation stuff on Clubhouse. Um, but just being more mindful of my breath, I've been getting on my bike ride and I set out I, to do 20 breaths. So it's just, I started small, right? 20 in, 20 out. And that's all I'm trying to do is just breathe. I'm not listening to anything, just music, just riding my bike and doing this. And I will tell you, it's taken me two weeks to get to 10 breaths without being interrupted. So this whole idea that we're breathing and we're trying to, we can be so much more mindful to the breath that we're taking. Do you agree? Yes, Love sure. it. Okay, so let's keep going. So the backdrop story of this modality is that it, it piggybacks or comes alongside all yoga practices and all meditations. Would you say that's true? No, okay. I, no, I, I wouldn't put on that category because the breath work that I teach is it's a, there's a lot of trauma healing involved. Okay. There's a lot of inner child work. It's a, it's, it's a, like a deep, a rapid, fast way of getting to know yourself, getting to know your mind and unravel what's the limitations, what's keeping you in pain. Got it. Are there certain yoga practices that embody the breath work more? Like I'm thinking of Kundalini, of course, you know, cause there's a lot of breath work in Kundalini. Okay. Is there a certain practice that you do or have that incorporates this work into it? Well, I would say no, cause it's okay. like, it, it's a separate modality in the way. Right. It's, it's separate because okay. you're, 
you're doing your yoga, you're doing your breath work in your yoga for a certain reason, for a certain, you know, there Kundalini yoga has a ton of breath work and it's very powerful. Yeah. Um, for 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 focus, control, you know, to stay in your body. When someone does the breath work that I teach most of the time is this um way of getting out of your own way and surrendering to a higher power, a higher force that's going to help you breathe your body into more aliveness. We all need that right now, don't you think? Absolutely. I, I do. I agree. Um, so give us, you, you talked about some basic principles of that when you were talking about it. So now I kind of want to open up the door when you say when I'm working with people with breath work. So yeah. how does somebody... Like, you know, let's say you and I, I always love walking into someone's process for how you work with a client. So let's say I've contacted you and I've got some trauma around some things that I want to heal. And how do you open up this door to say, hey, breath work is a really good option, Jean, let's do that. Can you take me through your process? So people who are listening today would go, I would benefit from working with her. So open that door for me. Sure. So anybody who is in overwhelm is a candidate. Got it. Anybody who has reached a plateau and is like, I really want more is a candidate. Anyone who is going to transition losses or uh, breakup, you know, any like life changes is a great candidate because breathwork will help you integrate the changes. So I ask a lot of questions. I send like a questionnaire on email and I ask questions about their past and, you know, a little bit about their history um, and what are the goals and what do they want to change in their lives. And then we go from there and then they come in for a session, whether it's in person or on Zoom. Okay, very cool. Yeah. So then I, I teach the breath work and then they, they lay down and I, and I guide them. I'm a breath coach. And so it's an opportunity to witness your mind, to witness your behaviors and where the mind goes. So it's, it's an incredible tool to understand the patterns there are in your mind and projecting it out into the world. So a light bulb just totally went off when you said it the way you just said it. So thank you. I just did an interview on hypnosis, right? So every, you know, self-hypnosis, we, we're the ones who do the hypnosis. It's not some guy with a watch, you know, making you go out or lose control, right? So what you just said really makes sense when you say I'm a breath work coach you assist people so that they can do the practice for themselves and I just love that and I love so here's a question that made me think when you were I love what you do by the way Jewel so thank you for being the light worker you are Um, I'm thinking about someone coming to you and they think it's one thing and then as you get involved then all of a sudden some so do you have a success story of somebody maybe that you've worked with in this modality that you know, obviously you're not going to say any names, but maybe a situation so that people listening can relate to it. Yeah, sure. I mean, I've been teaching for 18 years, so I've had many beautiful success stories. And unfortunately, I didn't write them all down. But um, what I can recall is just recent. I've been working with someone who just uh, lost. Um, she lost her mom in November. Got it. And she transitioned and um, the daughter, she's in her early forties with two, two little young kids. And she was 
in so much grief and disconnection that everything was hurting. Her body was hurting, her health was going downhill. She had gone through all kinds of doctors and nobody could find anything wrong with her body. And yet she was just in pure pain, okay. locked, you know, lower back was locked, jaw, everything. And she was completely disconnected from her body because her mother was her anchor on this plane. Got it. And and so we were in like in two sessions, we already cleared a lot of this disconnection and grounded her into the earth. And she breathed a lot of the grief and the sadness and the sorrow for losing her mom. And I think she was here yesterday for her seventh session and she's a completely changed, you know, person. Like, so, hey, I think that's a lot for people. I know it seems like this flu. You're like, Jeannie, this can't be over, right? Because so when you were knowing I was going to reach out to you today and we were hoping to, you know, share this message out and have people inter meet you and get to know you, is there anything that I have forgotten that you wanted to make sure gets said today so that people can truly receive all you have to offer? Have I missed anything? Well, I like to say that, you know, breathwork is about being the creator of your life, just like we do the uh, energy pools in the morning. It's about remembering that your thoughts creates your reality and, and learning to process your own mind and change your beliefs so that you can have a different reality out here. Got it. So your thoughts create your reality. Breathwork helps you to unravel the thoughts that are creating the unhappy, the suffering, the pain, just like Theta does. Got so it. everything I do is on, on along those same lines. How can I change my mind so I can have a different experience and have more joy? Well, let's do this for you, Jewel. I'm going to put you on the spot and ask a question you were not prepared for me to ask, but I think it's a great way because it's totally in alignment for what you just said. Take us out five years for you. So here you are, you know, you're doing all this work and you're helping people kind of reach that state to be all that they want to be. So take us to your crystal ball five years from now, everything that you're pulling towards you comes to be. What does your world look like? How are you helping people? I have to say that I have never felt so fulfilled in my life. If I just keep going like this, I am going to be ecstatically happy. Oh, you cannot answer that any better. So Jewel, another thing that I wanted to make sure, you know, we've talked about so many different things that you do and that you offer and all of it is light. Take me to the door, right? The empath practice that you have. You have a call, you have a Zoom, you have a focus. And I, I was so interested when I met you to talk more about this, because as you know, I have so many people that I work with that right now in today's world are suffering. It's the only way I can say it. They're just suffering because they're picking up the energy that is out there. So please share more about that aspect of your practice with us. Yes, I, I would be glad to. So um, I am an empath myself, and it took me a long time for me to acknowledge and really um, be okay with that. You know, I didn't want to be put on a, on a label, a label myself. But the truth is that when I really acknowledged it, it empowered me. Got it. And it gave me um, more uh, awareness of when I was picking up on other people's 
feelings, you know, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So I was inspired maybe like three months ago, I want to say, I really got this hit, you know, intuitively that I had to create an empath group and share all the tools that I've been using for 15 years to clear myself and um, be able to function in the world without losing myself in other people's worlds. So is the tools and the um, practice or the group all about giving you the tools to go back into your real day and understand boundaries and when you're picking up and what it feels like and little tips and tricks I'm not going to call them tricks but you know what I mean to help people live a life like that that is this is that what you're saying yes so what does that mean do they get to tell you have a zoom call how do we how do we get connected to that yeah sure so it's the last Tuesday of the month on zoom it's a live call or video call and it's about an hour and again, I share everything I know, but in, in pieces at a time, because I can't share everything in one hour, right? So I just pick whatever the tool I want to share that, that month, and we talk about it, and we explore. Um, but in every call, we do grounding, clearing, and aligning. I love it. Now, do people get a chance to communicate? You know, Jewel, I tried this last month, and this, you know this really worked or I'm still struggling with this. So do you do, do, are they allowed to also partake in the zoom or are they just yeah. listening? No, no, no. Sharing is a huge part. Okay. Great. Part. So we, we do grounding, clearing and aligning. Then we do a practice, whatever the practice is that I'm going to share. And then we have sharing at the end for okay. sure. Is there a cost to this? Should people no. be prepared? No. This is free. What a, what a beautiful gift. So if people wanted to do this, they would cl- uh, click onto the website that's in the description, yes. follow the tab that says empath group, follow the events page, my event page okay. and sign up through my website. Okay. Hey, I just might have to join you on one of those calls. It sounds fabulous. It's person, especially to be able to share with our group too. I love that. that. That's such a great way to wrap up and go into our, you know, what's coming. The music's starting to kick up. We're going to get into this rapid fire. So this is my chance to say thank you so much for our time today and getting to know each other a little bit better. And all the links and everyone will be connected to you. If you'd like to work with Jewel, please reach out to her. She's an amazing light. And join us on this morning on Clubhouse. We'll connect you. So let us know if anyone out there wants to do that. Are you ready for a rapid fire? Sure. Okay, let's do it. What is your favorite movie? I have to say Lion. Lion? Lion. Oh, okay. You have to tell me more about that. If you were going to change the world today, what does the world need in order to be changed? Kindness. More kindness. Agreed. Um, We all have pet peeves. Okay, it's your turn. Share yours with us. Mm. Don't leave the cabinet doors open. (laughs) (laughs) You would last a day in my house. I'm always leaving them open, okay? Personal quality about you that you absolutely love. Um, I love that I connect, I stay connected to the people I love. Hopefully I can be one of those people that stay connected. What are you doing when you're experiencing absolute joy? What do I do? I dance. Okay. You're a dancer. I love it. Is there a specific kind of dance that you like to do? Ecstatic dance. 
Jewel, thank you so much for our time together today. I truly do appreciate. So everybody, thanks. Thank you, Jewel. Thank, thank the audience for watching. So whether people are following us on our podcast or our YouTube, we truly do appreciate you. See you next video. All right. Thank you so much. to today's podcast. And if you're a spiritual enthusiast, please check out my YouTube channel, 300 plus videos out all on spirituality. I really do appreciate the gift of your time. All media links are in the description. Have a great day. Bye now.